Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, and I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. Green tea. I'm on to my green tea now, having done my two lattes. Love that roasty richness. Today is Tuesday, December 3rd. And I did an hour of writing on the fate of the Tala this morning. <clears throat> it's um it's a little creaky, but I keep filling in. Um at eighty-three thousand words now. I didn't get much done on it yesterday. I ended up um working on a bunch of other things instead. Just wasn't feeling it, <laughs> as I often haven't been with this book. Um, I just keep thinking of stuff that I need to put in, and I keep thinking maybe I'll go back to the beginning and start revising now. I'll probably do that any time now. Those of you who've been listening to me for a long time know that when I get to the end, I very often um, stop at the last ten or 20,000 words and go back to the beginning and revise all the way forward through to the end. Um, I'm resisting doing that because I think I have to figure out a few things about how it ends before I do that. But I'm sure I will capitulate before long and go back and do that. But I just finished reworking the scene uh, leading up to the Act 2 climax. So it's it's so different, and I know I keep saying this. You guys are probably all bored of me. It's just so different working on that... Um, Act two climax, <laughs> sorry, and then, ah, book brain, maybe book brain, partly vacation brain, partly book brain. Um, it's such a different romantic arc that I've been having a hard time um, figuring out how that should play and where the, where the beat should be. And by that, I'm probably sounding like I am doing a lot of thinking about it. The thing is, is I keep thinking about it and then just letting it write itself, which is, of course, the the way to do it if you're, you know, writing for Discovery Gardening. But then I keep worrying that's not right. One thing that revising will do is going back and revising will uh, ease some of my concerns, I hope. As I've mentioned, there's a couple of characters I realized really should be in there. So I know that I will have to weave them into the scenes. Although I think, well, one of them I think might be important. And so I might have to start revising soon. We'll see. I would really like to get through at least this big climax. But I suppose I should just follow my instincts on it. That's the... The pantsing rule, right? Follow your instincts. So today's a, a busy day. Um, read, entries for the Rita Awards open a little bit less than an hour here, so I'll need to get that done. And I am going this afternoon with David down to Albuquerque for his twice annual appointment with his movement specialist doctor, the one who deals with his Parkinson's. So that will be good. We have some questions for her. And then tonight at um, the 
at George R. R. Martin's Cocteau Theater, I'll be interviewing Melinda Snodgrass. I'll be doing a one-on-one author interview. So that will be recorded and on the internet. Um, there will also, it may be in the Beastly Books bookstore, or it might be in the theater. It sort of depends on how many people are there. Uh, the Beastly Books bookstore is a little bit more of an intimate space. But last time I was there for um, Walter John Williams, there was, they you know videoed and recorded it, videotaped it. So I know it's on the internet. These things will be on the internet somewhere. So I was supposed to have lunch with Melinda yesterday. We were supposed to meet up at the tea house and have lunch. But for those of you who follow her on Facebook and so forth, she had posted that her beloved cat had died. Very sad. And, you know, Melinda divides her time between Santa Fe and Los Angeles. She has a townhouse in Los Angeles and a house here not far from mine. And the kitty was in Los Angeles and became abruptly sick and declined really fast. And the house sitter ended up having to deal with it. So I saw Melinda post that, and and I don't always see things on Facebook, so I knew that was significant that I happened to see her reference it. So I emailed her and said, hey, do you want to um, cancel lunch? Because I know if that had happened to me that I would not be good company for anybody. And she said, well, that she didn't want to leave me in the lurch as far as you know, discussing interview questions and so forth. And I said, well, you know, we could talk about it on the phone. So we did. We talked about it on the phone and got that handled. So uh, we didn't get to have the fun lunch, but I will get to see her tonight. It's good to, should be a fun evening. Good to be part of that writing community. Good to be part of that, uh, you know, other people who understand how things are. So let's see. I don't know what else I have to tell you all. Uh, probably the podcasts will be mostly about me being head down on this book. I keep thinking back to some stuff that, you know, Leslie Penelope was talking about with the, you know, not being able to always feel really excited about writing a thing. This book has just been, I don't know, a kind of wrenching for me. And I don't exactly know why. Maybe because I'm figure I'm finally finishing out Andy's story. Um, you know, that's I first started writing the Mark the Tala in well, it was not long after we moved to Santa Fe. So, so I'm sort of winding up a thing that's been 10 years in the making. And so maybe, you know, that's part of it is that in some ways, Andy's journey is a metaphor for the last decade of my life. That's interesting to think about it that way. So uh, this book has been emotional for me from the very beginning. I feel like after this, I need to write something funny. (laughs) I was thinking about that. I really want to write something funny. 
but I won't because I am going to be writing the third book in the Forgotten Empires because I don't want to put that off too long. I want to get that done and turned in on time. Maybe I'll take a break and write something sexy in between. I don't know, something sexy or funny. We shall see. Uh, what else is going on? We watched Brittany Runs a Marathon. That was a funny movie. I enjoyed that. That was pretty clever. And I liked that um, sort of towards the end, she had a much more balanced view of body image and her weight and so forth. It wasn't just fat girl loses weight story. It was about accepting herself and feeling good about herself. And so I really enjoyed so many things about that. And based on a true story too. So that was very, that was very cool. I've been on this kick of reading Julia Quinn's books, as you all know. I'm now on the third one, um, An Offer from a Gentleman. And I'm pretty sure that I read all three of these so far. I think I read them all through up, up through like Eloise's story. And I, I realize it's funny, you know, the, the recognition, I could have sworn I hadn't read these stories, but then, you know, I recognize certain scenes in them. And so it could be that, you know, that other people have imitated but I'm starting to get kind of bored with them. I don't know if I'll keep going after this. There are things I like, but then I just start to, um, I don't know, get tired of it, maybe. Could be, could be where my head's at, too. Also, you know, it's like the historical romance I keep looking for. At first, I really enjoyed the break. Um, just, you know, focusing on the delicious romance. But then I start missing the fantasy elements. I start missing the adventure aspects of the story. So I might switch off and read something else. Lord knows I have plenty of things to read. So that is not a problem. My mom gave me a book to read. Um, I'm trying to decide if I should say what book it is and who wrote it. I think that I won't. She gave it to me. I can't remember why. I think she picked it up based on the cover. It's a very beautiful, hardbound book. And it is kind of a fantasy romance. And so I think she was... I'll have to ask her why she picked it up in the first place. But I think, yeah, she found it very attractive. And it's, you know, obviously a very expensively produced book. I guess, oh yeah, here it is. You know, a $27 hardback. <laughs> it's you guys. You guys make me sneeze. <laughs> uh, wait a sec. Oh, I'm still recording. Okay. My sneeze made my, like, settings come up or something. But it looks like it's still recording. All right. So, anyway, I... She just found it so boring. She just couldn't figure out what the deal was with it. And I looked it up, and it is YA. It doesn't say anywhere on here that it's YA, but it is. 
So I think I'll look at it. She certainly got some wonderful blurbs from Mary Doria Russell. Oh, it says author of Epitaph. I didn't know that uh, Mary Doria Russell was, you know, she writes in all these different genres. I really loved um, The Sparrow. What were those books? Now I'm going to have to look at my shelf. I don't think I have them on my very favorite shelf here. But she also, on this book that I'm looking at, has a blurb from Ann Patchett on the cover. So clearly they were making it partly be a, it's like a literary YA fantasy. I'm looking for where Mary Doria Russell's books are on my shelf. And I am not spotting them right off. You guys probably know the ones I mean. Those are um, really excellent sort of science fiction books. Maybe a little bit more. Huh. Well, no, I have them here somewhere. Oh, there they are. Yeah, they are on my favorite shelves. The Sparrow, I was right, and Children of God. Okay, I wanted to say Children of a Lesser God, but that was... Um, uh, movie. <laughs> Maybe it was from a book too, a while back. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's, uh, it'll be interesting to check this out. I, some of the reviews said that it had way too much romance, which I would technically like, but I had actually, until my mom handed it to me, I had not heard of it. And so, for whatever reason, that means it wasn't marketed in my particular circles, I think. So I am going to go on my way. Wish me luck working on this book. And I will talk to you all on Thursday, right? Yeah, because I'm going to get back on schedule and tomorrow I will blog about something. So I hope that you all have a great Tuesday. I hope your week is playing out well. First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Podcast Network, and you can find other podcasts on various romance themes at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all on Thursday. Take care. Bye-bye.